Welcome to the Hashtag Attitude Shield Podcast. The true mental operating script rewriting program designed for those looking for a change from within. Change from within. No more hype or sugar-coated promises. This is to-the-point guidance on how to change the way we think to grab the life we always wanted. Are you ready for the change? Now your host, David L. Parker. All right. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome to Hashtag Attitude Shield, your mind operating script rewriting program. And I am David L. Parker. So glad you're here. I truly am. I don't just say that because it sounds cool or it's one of these things where you're like, Yeah, that's what you're supposed to say when you're a podcaster, broadcaster. No, I actually am glad you're here. I I do this even if it's just for one person, because maybe that one person is the one that I need to be impacting. What do you do? The world's become so full of me's that people have forgotten how to take care of them's. So let's get started here. I want to rant on a rift a little bit about inner circle and family. I've been thinking about the power of the word family. I've been thinking about why there are different religious organizations in the world that will harp on you and me in their sales pitch of their religion that's all focused on family. Now, you could say they're playing on your emotions. You could say they're playing on a desire that we, most human beings have, and that is to have a healthy, wealthy, well-built, and loving family. And they talk about that, and it's sort of, you know, here with me right now because I have a, my, his, my brother, one of my brothers and his wife have come up to stay in the Black Hills for a week, you know, here on the property in our trailer, and you know, they're of a certain religious sect that I am not part of, and it's that's one of their things. But I've been thinking about family a lot because they're here. You know, we lost my father in January, lost my wife's mother in February. You know, 2021 started off with a couple of good shots to the old rib cage. I'm thinking about a couple things. I got a bunch of notes here I want to talk about. I believe a person who truly loves you will never let you go. Because I've been friends with Rick for 30 years. You know, they never give up on you, no matter how hard the situation. Somebody who truly loves you, just they don't give in. And that's what real family is all about. It's not about these gimmicks and these things and these sitcoms and the TV show Friends. And that's that's... That shows what a family can be, but it's really more of a scripted scenario. In life, if people actually care about you, they don't let you go. Like, this month is my youngest daughter and my youngest son's mother's birthday, right? As a matter of fact, today, uh, June 29th, is her birthday. Happy birthday to her. Now, what are the odds of her ever hearing this podcast? Probably zero. So what do I say it? Well, because there was a time in my life and still a small piece of me that will always love her. She's the mother of two of my children. Of course, to me, that's not something that just goes away. Oh, I don't like you anymore because we're not in a relationship. Well, her and I haven't been in a relationship for 20 years. 
in that manner, but she's still a gracious human being that does her thing, right? And you know, it's funny because I look at people all the time and I say, everybody loves an honest person. They do. We, we love an honest person until an honest person strikes a chord in what they're saying or doing that, of truth that we're not ready to receive. Years and years and years ago, I got this phone call one time, and basically my youngest daughter had gotten upset with me, which she is all the time anyway, and basically tried to call me to what I tongue-in-cheek call, called me to the principal's office. And I was visiting in the state at the time, so I drove to the house, but I let her and her mother know where they stood with me. I'm like, I ain't been married to you for a long time. I don't answer to you, period. And told my daughter, if you got a problem with me, you take it up with me. You're no longer four years old running to your mama. Well, I haven't really spoken to her mom since then. Ten years. What's the matter? Did I hit a chord of truth? And the daughter doesn't, you know, y'all know I talk about it. The daughter doesn't talk to me a whole lot. Chord of truth there. You know. I talk about how to cut things down. You know, I want you to walk away from people and not let them be part of your family. See, family to me is an acronym. It's freaking amazing mentality involved in likely, and I got to figure out the why. F-A-M-I-L-Y. Freaking amazing mindsets. Uh, individuals loving you. There's your family, right? But walk away from people who put you down. I don't care if they're your blood cousin, brother, sister, uncle, aunt. Don't give a beep. They put you down. Walk away. Walk away from fights that will never be resolved. Like, I will never resolve, no matter how hard I try, some family disputes. My grandson's sons, my grandson's, my grandson's dad's mother, yeah, an ex-wife of mine, hasn't one time since the boys came to be with us three years ago picked up a phone. She's never sent him a birthday card. She's never inquired to how they are. Nothing. Because, see, she and I are in a fight. Well, at least she thinks we are. We're not. Because I don't care. She's still in a fight with me over something that happened 35 years ago. I walked away from that fight a long time ago. And that fight is real simple. She got pregnant. Not by me. I got credit for it. I'm the bad guy. The child that came out of that situation has always made me the bad guy. When you have these kind of things in your life, you have to learn how to walk away. You have to learn how to not let them affect you. Right? I'm actually blocked. (laughs) on Facebook by this daughter because I'm not her dad and because she doesn't agree with many things. So I'm the bad guy. 
See, you can't, those kind of things, I'm not complaining. I'm telling you, these are the kind of things you got to push away from yourself. Walk away from trying to please people who never see your worth. If somebody doesn't see the, the uniqueness of you and your value, then why are you talking to them? Why are you hanging out with them? Because the more you walk away from things that poison your soul, the healthier you'll be. Now, ironically, a couple of people that I've spoke about have some very heavy, sick souls. They're having a lot of hard problems, and it really bums me out because I want them to I want them to have a healthy, wonderful, beautiful life. I want everybody to have something more than what they have. I want everybody to succeed at the level of, the, of what they consider success. And whatever you consider success, that is yours. And sometimes I talk about, you know, everybody talks about how hard it is to trust people after you've been hurt or trust a person who hurt you. But I never hear anybody talk about how hard it is to trust yourself when you had this gut instinct and this conviction skillfully undermined by somebody. When It's hard to trust yourself when you realize you've been fooled more than once. It's hard to trust yourself when you make these decisions that cause ripple effects across your life that you're still you know, feeling. I remember years and years and years ago, right? My two youngest kids' mama is from Monterey slash Seaside, California. She had a lot of family there. And one time I went fishing uh, in the Monterey Bay with part of her family. And the storm sort of came around. And, you know, I'm not really a Navy kind of guy. Um, I like the water, but heck, I'm getting seasick thinking about it. The boat was going up and down and up and down and up and down, and I was turning green, and I blessed the baby, right? So I'm sure I have no idea where I was when the phone rang. Sorry about that. I hope I edited it out the best I can. But sometimes that's just how it goes. But anywho, it's really hard to trust yourself, right? Because... You made a bad decision or you were deceived or whatever. However, you got to that place where you're like, whoa, what did I do? How did I get here? You know, I've told you a thousand times or at least twice that I've been through some stuff and majority of the stuff I've been through is my own fault. Right? And you know why that is? Because these eyeballs we have are useless. Useless. Your eyes are useless. Your ears are useless. Your mouth is broken when your mind is blind. Now, what am I talking about? When you're blind to the situations, you're blind to what people do when you put on these filters. It's like our political parties here in America today. The Democrats and the Republicans, if you will, the leftists and the righties, whatever, should stop allowing a difference of opinion difference of viewpoint to push them to the brink of wanting to be violent with each other. We as human beings are losing the ability to sit and talk and to listen to each other's side of a situation. Try to understand where the other person is coming from. 
We act like if we can't understand it, then they're wrong. We state our opinion, our viewpoint, as if it's fact, and nobody else is allowed to have one. Well, that's just freaking stupid. That's just some dumb shit right there. That's just dumb. Now, you're saying to myself, you're saying to yourself right now, so you just did it. You just did your opinion like it's a fact. The fact that I'm talking about that we have lost the ability to communicate and listen to each other when we're not in the same place and we're not on the same, we don't agree, that's the bullshit I'm talking about. If you're not the, of the same political party, and let me tell you what political party I'm part of. None of them. I believe that Democrats have some great ideas. I believe some Republicans have some great ideas. I believe Libertarians have some good ideas. I believe liberals have some great ideas. I believe that the idea should be less government, more freedom for people, but having systems in place that take care of those who truly need it. And that we as human beings should be allowed to run our lives the way we see fit as long as we're not encroaching on other people's ability to run their life the way they see fit. And I'm not talking about freedom of speech. I think you should be able to say anything you want. I think people should stop getting themselves offended because you know what happens when you're offended? Nothing. Nothing. Being offended is as less impactful on you as losing a hair. That's just silly. Anyway. The reason we got to learn how to communicate, we have to get back to what Socrates was talking about, is we glow different when we consistently act and communicate from a place of love or a place of understanding. We do. Whoa, knock down the drink, not good. As I was saying, you know, you, you have to come from a place of love. You have to come from a place of understanding. You have to come from a, a place of Willingness to hear. I got plenty of relationship challenges, just like everybody else does, just like you do and I do and we do, because relationships are tough. You know, I've always wondered, I really have, why a bird stays in the same place when they can fly anywhere on the earth. And these robins in my yard, these magpies and blue jays, these ravens, they stay here, but they can fly anywhere on the earth. And I realized maybe I need to point that magnifying glass at me. I can go anywhere. Now, I was talking about how Socrates had said, listen, you got to be, you know, the Greeks have talked about how you got to be able to communicate. You got to be able to listen to each other, you know, his point of view. That doesn't mean that you, when you disagree or agree, disagreement doesn't equal hatred, even though today's world wants you to think that. But that's a bunch of bullshit. That's just straight trying to cause problems. You ever notice that the media and politicians are like that, that little wimpy kid that eggs on the two guys to, or two girls to fight on the sideline but never gets in the fight? You ever notice that? He's the guy that's always, or gal, that's always standing on the sidelines talking shit but never doing shit, Right? You got to keep those people away. Have you ever noticed that some people just make you feel better when you're around them? They're sort of like sunshine, if you will. They're sort of like your soul. You know, they're, I want to say it like this. They're sunshine to your soul. Or maybe some medicine for your mind. Is that because you agree with every single opinion they have? 
you agree with everything they think, you agree with everywhere they're going, you agree with everything they've said? No. It's not that way. As a matter of fact, a lot of times those people are not exactly like you. They're not exactly like you. They're not. There's a person in my life, I call her walking art because the way she dresses, the way she does stuff, but a lot of her opinions are completely opposite of mine. She's connected to some people that I have to choose, make a mental choice to not get annoyed by, not allow them, because remember, attitude shield, you have to choose to be annoyed. You have to choose to be frustrated. You have to choose these things. I don't care right now. You're like, no, don't. You're pissing me off because you're choosing to get pissed, choosing to get mad. It's a choice. If you're in a long relationship and you think it's going to last forever, it's great. But it only lasts as long as you're working for it. And all it takes is one of the people in the relationship to stop working and it fails. And I find it so ironic. Right now, in, in living within my circle, not part of my inner circle, as I don't take advice from this person, is a person who just doesn't see that. They don't understand that they're getting heavily involved in a relationship with when they're the one doing all the work and the other person comes and goes at will. That's some disrespectful stuff. Because this, this young man doesn't understand that some people will never hear you, regardless of how much, how many podcasts you do, how loud, turn up the volume, how truthful you are, how loving you are, how profoundly you speak. Someone will never understand this. They'll never hear you. They'll never get past their own crap. They'll never grow and become what you need them to be to be in your life. You know what I mean? You see, you should wish them well and let them go. Because I truly believe that you should have a rule. And that rule is you only hang with those who have a common future. Screw the past. Don't give a shit about the past. Hang with people who have a common future, right? Like me, I'm studying IO psychology, industrial organizational psychology. Yes, I'm going to work with companies. I want to work with teams. I'm going to work with groups one-on-one -on, -one on how to have better, better interactions, how to develop teams, because I want to hang out with people who have a common future. So guess who I've been hanging out with? IO psychology people. Hello. I'm not hanging out with bartenders because I am one. I'm not hanging out with, you know, people, veterans. We veterans love to hang out with each other. But it's because of the common past. I have a friend. I have a guy that I truly, dearly care about. But I can't stand to be around him. My wife and I coined a phrase that this guy is contently unhappy. That's an oxymoron. But him and his wife are perfectly contently happy to complain, bitch, whine, and moan, and do nothing to change their lives and enjoy themselves doing it. Him and I's connection is the past. The military, Afghanistan, Iraq, wore the same patch, shoot up the same dirt. But our futures have nothing in common. I'm not contently unhappy. 
I refuse to be contently unhappy. Him and his wife are perfectly contently unhappy. As a matter of fact, the worst things get for them, even though their life is very good. Beautiful house on a lake. They really don't have anything to complain about. But boy, let me tell you what. They can complain like you ain't never met, ain't never met anybody. And that's why I don't talk to them much. Hang out with people who have something, a common future. I want to give you two more pieces of note to, noted advice, and I got to get out of here. Relationship rules. <clears throat> yum, 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 relationship rules. Clear your throat. Me, 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 you, 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 get in a relationship and stay faithful. I know. I didn't do it. Screws it up. Make them feel loved and wanted every day. I compliment my wife every day. Every day. Respect your partner. Don't flirt with others. It ain't funny. Have time for each other, right? Now, the last thing I want to talk about is I want you to go after your success. I want you to go after your success. I want you to go after your success, but I want you to get rid of some head trash, some bad brain damage, just garbage. Don't fake it till you make it. That's garbage, crap, caca, poo-poo, doo-doo advice. Don't do it. Don't fake nothing. Till you make it. Don't fake it. Don't fake it. Don't fake it. Don't fake the funk. Don't fake it. Don't fake it. Face it. Face it. Look it right in the eyeballs and face it till you make it. Get your ass up. Work hard. Fail. Stand back up. Face it again. Do it a little bit better. Fail again. Get back up. Face it again. Work harder. Fail. Get back up. Do it again. Punch it in the face. Knock it down. Get back up, get back up, get back up, get back up, rinse and repeat, and never stop getting back up. But don't you fake nothing, nothing. How you do one thing, Coach Reaver, how you do one thing is how you do everything. And when I first heard that advice, I thought to myself, that statement, when I first heard him say that, he was, he was the head coach of the football team I was on. When I first heard him say that, I thought to myself, what the hell is he talking about? And over the years, there's been a couple, I have realized that he was a thousand percent correct. How you do one thing, you do everything. So if you fake one thing, you're going to fake it all. If you cut corners on one thing, you're going to cut corners on it all. If you neglect one thing, you neglect it all. How you like them cookies? Don't fake it till you make it. Remember, how you do one thing is how you do everything. Family and inner circle is very important. Get back up and work hard. And when you fail, get back up and work hard again. And when you fall, get up and do it again. And do it again. And do it again until you whoop its butt and you win. Until you whoop its butt and you win. Remember, how you do one thing is how you do everything. Coach Reaver. Dude is a genius. And I will see you on the next show. Right? Hey, by the way, don't forget, we've changed. We're a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday show. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Monday and Tuesday, we talk about a topic. Wednesday, we do what? We do uh, Wednesday Wisdom with Eric Jackson. And every now and then, we might follow another show. Most of the time, this is Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Because there's so much information coming at you so fast that you need other days to soak it up. All right. Have an awesome, fantastic day because I'm out of here.
You've been listening to Attitude Shield, your double dose of espresso for your attitude. Check us out on Facebook and on the web at www.attitudeshield.com. Again, thanks for spending this time with us. Between now and when we talk again, keep those shields up, eyes on the target, and always be moving towards your dreams.